on RSN Sunday Central. Talking Greyhounds. Well, it was a big night of Greyhound racing last night. The showpiece event, the uh, Melbourne Cup. Ready, set. Racing, even line, speed in the centre from Fernando Vic, courses wide. Plaintiff's got a paddock to drive through underneath it. They get clear on Paddy Watts, Pats and Titan Blazer. Behind them was Yachi Bale. On the inside was El Dorado. Clear then of Zippy Tesla. Vice grip second last, Paddy Watts, Pats last. Plaintiff took the lead off the back from Fernando Mick. Behind them was Titan Blazer. Running on was Yachi Bale. Plaintiff in front. Fernando Mick's coming again. Flying Yachi Bale. Yachi Bale. Yachi Bale over the top has won the Melbourne Cup. Beats Fernando Mick and Plaintiff in a photo for second and third. Fourth was close. Behind them was Zippy Tesla. And then came El Dorado, Titan Blazer. And then Paddy Wong's Pats. 29-21. Yachi Bale wins. Dan Hibbert's called off the Melbourne Cup last night. George Ferrugia was front and centre on Racing.com. George, thanks very much for your time this morning. And how about that, winning a Melbourne Cup as a lead-up race to a Sale Cup? Never thought you'd uh, you'd hear that from the Dalbridge Kennel. No, no, you won't. And, and look, I'll, I'll put my hand up and a few other people would. I mean, four weeks ago, you wouldn't have this dog in the picture to win a Melbourne Cup. We spoke about him on Top Gun night where he raced in a, a grade five, 600-metre race and we tipped him on top and he definitely got a future over the, the the middle distances and he ran second that night and it was a good run since that point he won a melbourne cup prelude he comes out and wins a melbourne cup heat in nearly best time of the night and yesterday's run considering he was second last with a lap to go and i know he sort of hunted up and got to fourth uh, down the back but that has to go down as one of the great melbourne cup wins of all time my memory goes back to something like rapid journey in the late 90s because of his dominance. It was an unbelievable win. I can still remember the crowd just applauding a champion. And, of course, Dinah Double One um, and Fernando Bale, that classic race where Dinah Double One just got to the uh, just got to Fernando Bale. But this has got to be right up there. Um, he gave them a start. It's not like they were running 29.50 out in front, um, Brendan. They, they, the two greyhounds that ran second and third both ran under 29.30 and got beaten in the Melbourne Cup. So they'd consider themselves pretty stiff, but... When they look at the replay, uh, they were just beaten by a better dog. And what a victory. Congratulations to Team Delbridge winning their first Melbourne Cup. There was a lot of motion there, and that's what it's all about. Yep, most certainly. George Fitting, with the way the bold trees was one that I'm here live from Waterville this morning, and the match race was a cracker. <laughs> oh, look, I mean, that's another great story. Jack Strutt, he's only a young kid. He's training, he's, uh, sorry, studying to be a lawyer. Um, it's his first Group 1 runner, uh, let alone winner, and he comes out and again... Um, there was a huge battle up front with untapped quarter, Corborn Magic. It, it could have been either of those three races as they turned for home, and out of nowhere, Sagar Lee comes and, and swamps them and, and wins. And it's not often you see two Group 1 victories like that. Um, it was just incredible. And, of course, look, I, I know hindsight's a wonderful thing, but we did mention on radio we were really surprised at how she's fast started at $2.50. I mean, she, she got crunched a little bit late into $2.30, but... If you had said that six weeks ago that she would start in a two-dog field at $2.50, you'd have to get your head red. Um, she had been missing the kick a little bit. She didn't miss the kick yesterday. And she just held off a very, very gallant hammer-on boy in the fastest time of the night. It was just incredible night's racing. There were so many highlights, and the, and the crowd absolutely loved it.
Certainly did. We're just under two minutes away. The second event from Healesville. Favourite is number six, Ringer Dusty. James Vandermart's top selection as well. George will make a start on the Ballarat Quarty while these runners loop around the back of the 350 to come back to the 300 at the Ville. First second of the Quarty from Ballarat uh, this afternoon gets underway at nine minutes after three. Reserves not required. Bolters Grange number four, 420 in an open market is favourite. Yeah, it's a tough race. One to beat three, two and eight. I've left the favourite out here. I just the box draw doesn't um, appeal to me here, but I've gone Red Spur Flyer on top. Clearly does its best racing from inside draws. Three starts ago at Warrigal was a good win in 26-18. The time's not elite, but in this type of company, certainly a big chance. Of the others, Superfire number three, good win at sale in 24-78, two starts ago. That's going well. Got a solid record. Number two, Bill Bob Ladd, um, four seconds in its last four starts up against some good greyhounds. Has got some speed. And we'll throw in number eight for a bit of value, Ranger Mick, who has uh, won four of 11 this track and distance. Solid record from wide draws as well. One to beat, three, two and eight. One to beat, three, two and eight there in the first league of the quaddy. We'll join James for race two at Healesville and come back with the final three legs on the other side. So James going with six ring of Dusty at around 260. We'll stand by for a full bank of numbers at Healesville after the running of race number two on the program as we continue our look at the Ballarat Quaddy with George Ferrugia. George, the second leg of the Quaddy from Ballarat this afternoon. This race is over the 450 metres of 4.5. Scratchings are 7 and 9. 10 comes into the field. Hilltop, Johnny, 2.20. Scofflaw, 3 90 any time at all four dollars even yeah my numbers are two six three and four i've gone hilltop johnny on top hard to go past him considering he ran 2501 at ballarat two starts ago his form can be a little bit patchy but when he gets to start right he's incredibly hard to beat and his runs at shepherd and more recently behind action girl have been pretty good as well so i've got him on top to beat any time at all he's the class runner of the race he's gone as quick as 2692 at Forsham. that was back in august since then, he has about has had about five or six starts for one win, and that came at Shepherd. And look, he's not the best beginner, but he gets to the line well. So if he can overcome his box draw, a massive chance. Of the others, number three, Scofflaw, two starts ago, uh, was beaten by Matt's Hope in fast time at Warnable. He's a quality greyhound on his day, and he can begin. And number four, Distinguished, again, a nice winner at the Meadows back in August in 30.02 when he showed some speed. Good race, this. Uh, my numbers are two to beat six, three, and four. Race number seven on the program is over the 5.45, a grade five reserves not required here. Seven Cryptic Vixen, 3.10. Six Lucky Fernando, 3.90. Moonlight Kiss off the uh, check, $5. And Kenzie River, 6.50. Yeah, clearly the hardest of the of the uh, four legs of the quaddy, but my numbers are two, seven, and six. So I've gone um, Moonlight Kiss in front looking for a hat-trick of wins. Its win at Warnable was okay in 22.35. It got to the line well. It's probably looking for this distance over the 5.45. Backed it up with a nice win at Mount Gambier. And I know its its best form comes from inside draws. And it was not a hard race. It should go well here in this company. Of the others, uh, number two, Cryptic Vixen, as you mentioned, the favourite. Good last start winner at Warnable. Showed good speed, won easily uh, at big odds. Number six, Lucky Fernando, another last start winner at Warnable in 25-67, sorry, and has handled wide draws. So two to beat seven and six in race seven. Last leg of the quaddy, race number eight is uh, a 4-5 over the 5.45 once again. Seven and nine come out, ten comes into the field. Ava Blazer for Jeff Britton, $2.30. Peaky Blazer, the kennel mate, 2.80. And acclaimed is a $5.50 chance. 
Yeah, three to beat eight. They're the only two chances here. But I'm really keen on Ava Blazer. Her last start win at the Meadows, she came, it came in 30 and 11. She went 5-12 early. She's got slow beginners on her inside and a slow beginner on her outside. If she just begins cleanly, she should be hard to hold out. She gives every indication that this type of distance will certainly suit. But she's up against one called Peaky Blazer, who's a good last start winner at Geelong in 25-74. He's a talented greyhound on his day, and if he gets clear running, he'll give her something uh, to chase. But um, I just think Ava Blazer will lead and be very hard to run down. Three to beat eight to bring us home. Recap of the quarter numbers and best bet for the program at Ballarat, please, George. First leg, one, three, two, and eight. Second leg, two, six, three, and four. Third leg, two, seven, and six. And we come home with three and eight. I really am keen on, on Ava Blazer, race eight, number three. I just think she's drawn well. She's racing with confidence. She's got slow beginners around her. And I think if she can find the front, they won't catch her. Eight, uh, race eight, number three. Best of luck today, George. You too, mate.